this is Randy Boone. And this is Sydney Boone. And welcome to the Holiday Moons Podcast. Where we share our love for the holidays with you year-round. This is Beth, and I'm going to be talking today about explosion boxes for birthdays. That's fun. I thought explosion boxes were just called explosives. I guess that's a, a fun... Not when you put them in boxes! I guess that's a fun, quirky <laughs> way to call the... To change, change the name a little bit there, but... This is Cole, and I'm going to be talking about some ways to prepare for the oncoming summer. Which could be the oncoming summer, or the oncoming summer, depending on who you are, I guess. If it's you, if it's you, Mom, it's a little more of a, a menacing tone. Exactly. Yeah, I love the other three seasons. Summer is a harder one for me. We are one week before Easter, so happy pre-Easter. This will come out right after Easter, so I hope you guys had a very happy Easter and are enjoying your spring and the ups and downs of the weather. We've been crazy here. Some days in the upper 60s, even the lower 70s, and then other days we'll get flurries and some snow and sleet, so we're kind of all over the place. We even are. as the trees are blooming, our weather's all over the place. Yep. I don't think it's dropped down to 60 here in a while. As a low or as a high? As a uh, as a low. Oh. Wow. It's pretty warm. Yeah. Yeah. So today it's about 76, 75, 76. And the upcoming weather for the week, tomorrow spikes up to 88. And then it's floating around the mid 80s all week. That would be that would be a deal breaker for you, Mom. It's a little warm for our blood. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty here. The red buds are coming out, which are some really pretty um, trees in uh, Virginia. So they um, this week and next week, I imagine they'll be peaking shortly. And um, the Bradford pears are done, but the other flowering trees are still going. So I think our ornamental cherry still has a lot of blossoms on it. It does. And that's with wind and everything. So. That's been nice. Have you guys seen a lot of your wildlife coming out? Um, I've seen signs of it. Like, you know, we our bird feeders were yanked down yeah. um, by a bear. Didn't see the bear, though. Just saw the results. How about you? How about the Florida wildlife? Yeah, yeah. It, I think, makes itself known more liberally than Virginia wildlife. Uh, at least around here, probably because they get more comfortable with people. But we've got a lot of... I didn't realize they were called Sandhill Cranes until I saw a sign that said Sandhill Crane Crossing. Uh, but we get a lot of these really tall cranes. And if you don't know what they are, they're the really long-necked, long-legged birds. Not flamingos. <laughs> uh, but they've usually got gray or brown feathers and really long beaks and you just see them everywhere like there was a a group of them two adults and two babies and they were just walking together down the uh down the road they walked down the sidewalks like people would <laughs> that's good yeah so they they um what what would you even call that they adhere Little. to traffic laws well. There you go. They're savvy as far as where to walk. Right, exactly. Um, but those were really awesome to see. Some of them get really tall. Some of them will get up to, like, chin height. 
standing up. Wow. Will they come up to you? Or do they kind of skirt away? They won't come up to you, but they won't necessarily... Like, they don't initiate the approach, but they don't really back down a lot of times if you will approach them. You sent a video to us, and they were so cute. Oh, the little ones? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So cute. So cute. They aren't aggressive or anything, which is good. Uh, they're they're pretty good. passive. They're so tall. Um, but they're big, so if you aren't used to them, it could be a little intimidating. It is funny because one of them, Keely and I were walking the other day, and on the other side of the street, um, there was a there was a car parked, and we heard a banging, and we walked around and we looked, and there was one of these cranes, uh, bopping its head over and over again, into oh. This car's window. <laughs> like he wanted in. You think it saw its reflection? I don't know. I don't know what was going on with him. But um, an older guy came out of the house and he looked at us because uh, he couldn't see the car from there. And we were like, hey, you, got a, you got a crane banging on your car. <laughs> and he, wa- he walked out and he looked at it. And he was like uh, maybe three feet away from it. And it didn't pay him any mind. <laughs> and then he walked over to like stand next to it and it like looked over and then it looked back it was like I'm busy <laughs> with this so he just kind of sat there arms crossed looking at it for a while as it was like bang 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 bang, bang. <laughs> but it wasn't doing it hard enough to scratch his glass or anything so we just thought that was funny and yeah. moved on with our walk I've that still yet funny. to see any wild gators in the Tampa area. I was Good. I was promised gators by everybody who was like, oh, I don't know about Florida. There's a lot of gators. <laughs> there are I, a lot I was, of gators. Uh, I was told that gators would be a much bigger problem than they are, than they seem to be. Uh, there's a it lot just of, takes one. <laughs> there's a lot of friendly stray dogs. That will run up to us as we uh, we're walking around with wagging tails, and a lot of uh, <laughs> cats around too. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so it's a whole menagerie. You're right. They're the cranes and a lot of ducks too. Hmm. Oh, um, not much of the uh, the hostile wildlife, other than that uh, snapping turtle that we saw too, which yeah. was neat. That yeah. Was a big, dinosaur looking fellow yeah um but yeah crusty the uh a lot of birds and stuff too you know it's florida so we uh we don't get seagulls where we live but you don't have to drive far to get to the point when seagulls where seagulls start flying inland uh, a little ways because we're actually pretty close to the coast yeah yeah, I did have to. Um, you guys had gotten me a mower for my birthday that I had to break out to to use on the grass because it was getting getting pretty high. And it's one of those mowers that doesn't have a, a motor or um, engine or anything. You just push it, and uh, the like the blades. momentum of the wheels spins the blades. Um, so it's it's imperfect, but it worked 
a lot better than I expected it to. That's good. good. Uh, the problem, my problem was that I had let, I hadn't had a mower for so long that some of the, some of the weeds that had grown were uh, robust. <laughs> so I will probably have to get a weed whacker or uh, something to that effect. Or go out yeah. with a pair of scissors. <laughs> and, uh, Some shears. Yep. Cut the, the stragglers down. You have that hardy grass, that St. Augustine hardy yeah. rough grass. Yeah, and it's crazy because we were talking to some uh, to some friends who live here, and they were saying that, like, in the... Because Florida has a rainy season and a dry season. Dry season's usually the winter time frame. Rainy season's the, the summer time frame. Um, and they were saying during the wet season, the rainy season, you could end up having to mow your grass like up to like three times a week. Wow. I'm not sure that I'm proactive enough yeah. to do that. But, yeah. wow, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, it is that time of year, spring cleaning, and I've been aerating my lawn and I fertilized it. And, um, you know, just everybody's trying to get their houses cleaned and stuff so i know cool you had a story about some house cleaning oh yeah yeah so our shower the shower that keely and i use had a problem of not uh necessarily like flooding but the water pooling up above the drain like a significant amount like a hands width amount hands length amount and, you know, if you guys don't know, dirt will pool on the top of water. So if it doesn't drain properly, uh, the whole shower will get really, really dirty because all of the dirt in the water just sits there and doesn't properly go down. So our shower was always filthy because, you know, water wasn't going down the drain and we poured a ton of Drano down. But it was never getting better. So we, we had our roommate. He's a, He works maintenance, does that kind of thing for a living. So he came in. He snaked it. And we found all kinds of different things. We found, like, a bunch of baby doll toys. There were rubber balls. <laughs> there were, like, full unopened things of makeup. Uh, there were a bunch of other stuff down there, too. It was crazy how much how much crap was down there, <laughs> and um, it was it was one of the, it's one of those showers that the the drain cover comes off. So and it's just a big hole. So it seemed clear to me that somebody's kid before we moved into this place had just taken yeah. things and walked over and dropped them into this hole. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were thinking too. That some some little one was uh, yeah was dropping it's the, things. It's the explanation I like the most. Alternative explanations just are weird to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it works perfectly now. I had to like scrub and bleach out the shower, and I did the tub at the same time. It had gotten bad enough that. I wasn't even really using the shower anymore. I was just getting baths because I didn't like stepping in there because it looks so nasty. Yeah. Kelia said it didn't bother her because she takes her glasses off to get showers. So she's <laughs> blind anyways. 
That's, she's so funny. So I was like, but when you go in there, you can, <laughs> with your glasses on, you can see that it's nasty. <laughs> she's so funny. So that was yeah. the adventure that we had. Yeah, that's some good spring clean in there and got the shower working good again, right? Exactly. First step. So, Sid, do you have any uh, any other holiday happenings? Um, nothing much. There is a lot of move. So, I'm in an apartment complex, and there is like a lot of movement um, and people like coming and going in terms of like people leaving, like moving out apartments, people moving into apartments, and I think someone like moved into the apartment above us because like we. First of all, like, there was, like, a moving van, and we heard, like, a bunch of commotion right above us, which, you know, Noelle loved, because that gave her an excuse to bark and run from the back door to the front mm-hmm. door and back and forth. So that was good. Just... Fun. And even, like, last night, we heard some, like, com- like I don't know, a bump, and she would be like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, but no, like there are definitely flowers and um, the trees are blooming and that's really pretty. And whenever we take walks, um, sometimes I'll stop and try to take a picture of Noelle with like flowers and things like that. So just looking forward to um, the continued uh, blooming of flowers in spring and summer. Yeah, that'll be nice. Always nice. This I like this time of year before it gets too hot, like Cole's temperatures down in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. But this is nice. I still like having some cool days. I said like Cole's winter temperatures. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so I still enjoy occasionally getting some flurries, but then having some warmer days. So, yeah, yeah it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. And it's our birthday season and our anniversary season. All that stuff happens this month for us. For, That's true. Uh, for Sydney and Cole birthdays our um anniversary together you remember what year it is for us um how many years 33 yeah 33 years good job remembering thanks yep so happy early anniversary (laughs) thanks (laughs) yeah uh, toward the end of the month we get um we go on high alert for birthdays and uh, anniversaries and we actually Sydney and I each have a good friend whose birthdays are mid-April so one of those friends my good friend Trish I she and I exchange 25 one dollar bills every year in creative ways so such as like um, one year I put a dollar bill into balloons and blew up 25 balloons and then put the balloons in a box, a big box, and wrapped it. So to get the money out, she had to pop every balloon. So that was one thing. Um, one year we got, we got her like a, um, it looked like, it looked like a trunk, an old fashioned trunk, like for traveling. Mm -hmm. It had like a domed top. And it was, it was smaller. We got it at Michael's. Um, and then I ordered 25 little pieces of, it looked like luggage. But they were like tiny little boxes. Right. And then we, and then I made 25 origami shirts. Out of $1 bills. Out of $1 bills. Put one in each one. Wait, wrapped them. Put one in each one. Stuck them in there. And then 
made it really look nice, close that, wrap that. So it can get elaborate. Yeah, she made one year for you cookies shaped like oh my goodness. things that she knew about you, like where we had lived before yep. and Texas know, and things Virginia. That you, things and we've done together, like vacations yep. and things that you liked to oh do, like hobbies. and It so, was crazy. Yeah. There were 25, and they were big cookies, 25 big cookies. Each and individually shaped to something. Individually shaped and individually decorated. Yeah, that was one of the earliest ones, I think. We did but a, we still had lots of ideas. Yeah. Because it it's hard after a while. We did a piñata, a piñata one year. Yeah. I was, made... And we made her a... We took a box and you made a, put a dowel rod across. And we put paper in it like it was a little closet. Yep. And made I made 25... I made dresses out of 25 $1 bills. And then 25 little... Hangers out yeah. of me out of out of uh, metal, and then, yeah, and then we we glued like a little Barbie like a little diorama. Yeah, and then we glued Barbie shoes in there, like mm -hmm. it was a little like it was a little thing. And she did that for me with cat stuff. Yeah, she made cats and cat stuff out of yeah. It, it's it's fun. It's a lot of oh, and probably my favorite one of my favorite ones was she made Bethopoly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So she literally made a game, right? Mon a Monopoly game out of. My life, yeah, all kinds of things, and we played it and with Beth money. Yeah, <laughs> she put, she made, she took the avatars of me, and she made Beth money. So, two thumbs up for that choice. That was that was awesome. More <laughs> thumbs if I had them. So this year, as you can guess, it gets a little hard after a while to come up with new ideas. Um, we've been doing this for over a decade now. After twenty different things, it's kind of hard to to start coming up with other things. But but. This year, I thought I had I had seen these different. They're called explosion boxes, and people open the top. It's a box. It's like a little box. They open the top of the box, and butterflies come flying out, and they are butterflies that have been wound up. So there are instructions with them. You wind them up, put them in there, so that when the lid is off, they they fly out. And they're really cool. So I was like, that's neat. That might be something fun. As I was looking for those, I came up, I saw so many ideas for explosion boxes. And it was crazy. I, I landed on one that it, it's a five layer. And the person who did it, and it was from Rashmi B Creations from Etsy. So shout out to Rashmi. Um, it had... She took pictures. I sent her digital photos. And she has just beautiful paper. I chose a design or a theme. And she has all kinds of stuff in it, different types of envelopes, things you pull out, things you, you put in. And I explained that I wanted to have space for $25 $1 bills. So she went out of her way to make different spaces bigger for me. And under each box lid she she has a little thing underneath so I can slip money into it so she went out of, she she was like she did such a good job and on some of the reviews well on one of the reviews I read that sometimes when you buy things from Etsy it looks like a craft project and that's what you're buying but this looks a lot more professional and she was right it did it looked great so I am so excited to give this to her. It has pictures of us giving each other different kinds, these gifts back and forth. But 
but it also has pictures of us on vacations, pictures of us just going out and doing things. So just a lot of fun pictures in there. So I think she's going to really enjoy each time she opens a box, it'll fall open and she'll get to see some more things and pull things out. It's, so it's like a little discovery box. So I'm super excited. But what I found was that there is no limit. Well, there's probably a limit, but there's a huge number of explosion boxes. And there are huge, a huge number of reasons and themes you can do for explosion boxes. Like you could get graduation ones. And they have literally little graduation hats and things like that in it. Mother's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, Christmas, bridal showers, baby showers. So there are so many great opportunities to get explosion boxes. The explosion boxes themselves can be such a variety. I started out really liking those butterflies. I thought that was a really cute idea. Yeah, because I've seen commercials of those butterfly ones where they just like spring out of there like shockingly. So right. lo there's lots of different like surprise reactions. Right. <laughs> Not everybody likes to be surprised that way. Yeah. Something flying out <laughs> of the box. flying at you. Yeah, yeah. Well, earlier, uh, Bomb, you said there's no limit to the number of explosion boxes. And I was like, I don't know. If you put enough of them together, I feel like that could be dangerous. If you set off <laughs> yeah, all that's of them true. At once. That is true. So there, um, I, I, when, once I saw Rashmi's explosion boxes, I was sold. I loved the colors. I loved the way she did them. And again, her, it's Rashmi, R-A-S-H-M-I, I've been corrected. It is not Rashmi. That is very Americanized. It is Rashmi. So it's R-A-S-H-M-I, the letter B, creations at Etsy. So I would encourage you to go look at her things. But <clears throat> there are a lot of other kinds. I found, as I was started looking into them, I found that there, the one that I got was a square box. But there are rectangles. There, it, you can get some that are octagonal, some that are hexagons. You can get layers. You can get not layers. You can get heart-shaped. I saw a slot machine one, an RV one. No kidding. So by layers, what you mean is that it's the uh, nesting effect. Yes. So each each nest of box inside of box is, is a layer. Right. So for Trish, she will open one the box lid and four sides will fall down. And in that, there will be dollar bills, but there will be pictures of us. And on the be sides things, that fell down. Mm -hmm, on the sides that fell down. And she will have things that she can pull out and push in. And there's just all kinds of different things. And then there's another box in the middle then. Mm -hmm. She can open that. It's a smaller one. And then those four sides fall down on top of the other ones. It is just the coolest effect. So we have five layers, which was really, really nice of Rashmi to do. Um... There's, there are some that are do-it-yourself. There are actually a lot of do-it-yourself. And if you want to do, like, candy, this is an excellent one. Like, if you have a, a you know, a younger kid who you want to just, it's not your kid, so you want to give him a bunch of candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've seen those with candy, you know, favorite candies. 
And then you just keep opening it, and, and the, there's lots of candy in there. there. So between the layers, there must be like a gap where there's room for yes. things that are a little bit bigger yes. that you could put in. Exactly. And then when it fold, folds open, maybe they're attached to one of the walls that fell. Yeah, that's Like what, if you have like a Reese's cup or something right. attached to the side. Right, yeah. Hershey bar yeah. or whatever. Um, yes, yeah, so that's what, that's what you'd have to do with do-it-yourself. And I looked at do-it-yourself... And there are so many different kinds. So if you are creative and you do enjoy doing something, you know, if you want something special from the heart that you've done and you want to give it to somebody, do-it-yourself is not expensive. I've seen do-it-yourself and I can't, like I'm looking at, I'm thinking $12.99. Like, like a whole set of do-it-yourself. And then you'd have to add in the extras and the pictures right. and whatever else you whatever want Whatever you want to do. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I paid to have somebody else do it. And Rashmi did such a great job. I can't say that enough. And it really, I thought, given oh the price, it, it she did a great job. She did it quickly. And it wasn't that expensive compared to what I thought it could have been. Right. Because it was such an excellent product. Yeah. And she was so agreeable. Like, I explained what I did, wanted to do. And she went, she went above and beyond to make that work well. Yeah. So I was just really pleased. There are some also that, like, you open a couple boxes and they fall down, like we were talking about, in layers. And then there's there's the middle one that you can pull up, and it's like a little pyramid. Oh, okay. So it's just interesting how many different kinds of explosion boxes are out there. I had no clue. So this was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun for me to do for Trish, but it was a lot of fun just to see what all was out there. So this this is for her birthday, so I was thinking, for us as a family kind of discussion, what is a favorite birthday memory for you? Not the favorite birthday memory, but just one of them. Because I'm sure you have so many. Because <laughs> we're, we're your parents. They should have so many. <laughs> What's a favorite birthday memory for you guys? Oh, you too, Randy. Oh, that's good. Dad gets to, uh, to have some input as well. Yeah. But only a birthday memory from us as a family. Dad, no one else matters. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm sure that any memory is fun. I remember pretty vividly when you used to take me to the Baltimore Aquarium, Dad, for my birthday. I had a lot of really good birthday memories because for all those years, um, I would go to, I would want to go to amusement parks for my birthday. You know, and not have as many presents. It would be me, you, and um, my best friend. So I remember a lot of a lot of that um, going on the different rides and attractions. I remember specifically my friend and I. There was a large, um, like it was a prairie dog or something like that exhibit, <laughs> and my uh, I must have been like fourteen at the time. Maybe, maybe younger maybe even. like 13. Yeah. 13. He was probably, my friend was probably 14. Um, and I remember we, we stood outside this prairie dog exhibit, um, like narrating what was going on. Like, you know, uh, anthropomorphizing what was happening. How long do you think that was, Dad? It was long enough that you decided um, you were going to go. 
It was a long time. I, I don't even know. It, like hours, kind of a long time. It was yeah. a long time. I remember you saying that. Time. And I think the thing was, was that you guys were young enough where Dad couldn't just like walk away and leave you guys to continue narrating. Well, you were, I think that they were old enough to. We were old enough to. I think that initially we were between those ages, and I think that Dad initially wanted to stay with us the whole time, but our decision to stay and narrate the Prairie Dogs um, <laughs> pushed him over that line, where he was like, "Well, I'm going to go do something." So that's a <laughs> anything. Uh, that's a fun birthday memory for me. Hanging out with my best friend, and also uh, with you, Dad. I have a lot of good memories. Yeah, you did a lot of different um, amusement parks. You guys we did, did a lot, lot of, of different parks, and I remember um, you guys taking me to the Baltimore Aquarium every year for my birthday before that. Um, and I've got good memories of that too. That was awesome. That gave me my love for uh, Baltimore. I had no idea I was going to have that effect. I, I really should have thought that through a little bit more what about you Sid yeah for me um for a lot of years when bookstores were prevalent <laughs> um you I would um ask to be taken to a bookstore and me and mom or sometimes me mom and Emma would just hang out for a very long mm -hmm. time and read books and then um, by the end I would get one to two books for my birthday um, at the time, Borders was mm -hmm. a thing um, near where we lived, which was awesome because it had this little uh, cafe in it as well. It wasn't Starbucks, but it was like this little cute cafe where you could get like a drink and something like eat to eat. And um, I remember a lot of good memories with that. Um, went shopping some years. I remember um, different years where we were much younger and um, and... You would have birthday parties. Yeah. I want to uh, I want to interject. To be clear, as well as the books, Sydney got a lot of other presents too. Oh yeah. Because yeah. It, I, it's funny talk like uh, juxtapositioning them against each other. It's like I went to an amusement park. Sydney's like I got to take two books home. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to sit in the cafe for thirty minutes. <laughs> Yes, Sydney did yeah. get a lot of yeah. other No, guests. that was just... Yes. Yes. Yes, we would still oftentimes celebrate our birthdays together. Mm -hmm. And um, we would ask mom to make a meal, like a special meal. That was meal, always, yeah. Or um, maybe like bake um, a special dessert. That was always uh, too. Sometimes we would ask to be sent out. And you can hear my dog growling in the background. She's playing with the toy. Um, this year, I think, will be really fun because this will be my first year with Noel. So, um, so yeah, I was looking up um, while you're talking, Sydney. I was looking up uh, the year that Cole is talking about when he he and his friend went uh, with me to Hershey Park and did the um, uh, Groundhog exhibit. So, actually, Cole, it was 2009. You were 11 years old. I was 11 years old. Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah. So that was that was yeah, yeah. the. Uh, the moment when you decided we were uh, mature enough to be off on our own. I think, I don't think they're prairie dogs. I think, I mean, I don't think they're groundhogs. I think they're prairie dogs. 
They're prairie dogs. Yeah, they're dogs. prairie yeah. dogs. Yeah, it says black-tailed prairie dogs. Yeah. Yep. What a time. So, yeah. I remember a lot of fun memories. Yeah. That. How about you, Dad? I remember celebrating a lot of fun birthdays. With you. Yeah, you know, um, but I, I, a lot of fun birthdays. The one I remember the most, though, you guys were very little, um, was, you know, growing up, you guys, we've talked about before how I always wanted to go to Disney World. I always wanted to go see Haunted Mansion, um, but I never, we never went as a family because, you know, we had, there were six of us kids and we went on great vacations as a family, like to Virginia Beach and things like that. But When you were growing up. When I was growing up, but never to Disney. But I was around Disney a lot with Disney TV shows, Disney mm-hmm. records, records that my mom would get me. So I, I was familiar with it. And, uh, you know, Disney back then would often show parts of the um, Disney amusement parks on their TV show. Mm-hmm. So you'd also see that. So um, when I was 30 years old, I received an award from NASA. And part of the award was we got to go to Kennedy Space Center as a family. They actually um, would bring us for, and it was a week-long event. So Beth actually came like partway through the week. Um, and my best friend... Um, uh, Mike also got an award that, at, the same time. at the same time that he got to fly out to Kennedy Space Center too. Um, so one of the things we decided to do while we were there was to go to the Disney parks. Um, this would have been in um, so thirty so ninety seven. Um, so we went to Magic Kingdom, and Beth flew out with the two of you. It was your first visit to Disney. It was actually Beth's second visit to Disney because she had been there when she was little. Mm-hmm. Um, she had to fly out by herself with a one-year-old and a three-year-old. Yeah. Three-year-old was very nice in her seat. Yeah, Sydney. <laughs> Sydney got on the plane. I buckled her up. She crossed her little legs, reached in the front to the magazine that was in the front, <laughs> opened it up and was, was reading her magazine. I was just trying to keep Cole off of the ceiling. Yeah, he was climbing all over. <laughs> Because he didn't have his own seat because he could fly for free if he didn't have his own seat. Well, and he was just so active. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. just so active. So, yeah. So, they came out. Um, so, we were all together and the Kincaids were all together. And, and I got to go to Disney for my 30th birthday. And as was, well as get the, this big award from NASA. So, that was nice. And it was the 25th anniversary for Disney. And do you remember? Because the, the castle was all dressed up like a cake. Yeah, they were still celebrating their uh, 25th. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. So the castle was like a cake. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. funny to look at pictures now. Yeah, it is. Now. It is. Yeah. But it was awesome. It was so much fun. It was fun to have you guys there, and it's fun to be there for the first time and have the Kincaids there. So all that was fun. So yeah. And it worked out really. It worked out really well too because at nap time, by the time it was nap time, sometimes I would be exhausted, so I would stay in the hotel with the kids, mm-hmm. and Randy could go with the Kincaids and do like big people stuff. Yeah. So it worked out really well because yeah. I really wanted to take that nap with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will say it's it's funny because we even have like videos and this is when like video cameras yes. were a big thing. And I remember in one particular video of that um, experience that you guys had at Disney, you would chill with us with me and Cole at different points. And um, in this particular scene that I'm thinking about, you were chilling with me and Cole while Dad was going into the Haunted Mansion because um, you really wanted yeah. to do that. So I think Cole was, like, protecting an ant. Yeah, or, he loved his... Uh, looking at a lizard. Yeah. 
touching, putting his finger in little tiny holes of water. It was great. Yeah. I think I was taking a nap. Yeah. But, but we did have Peter Pan come and talk to you guys. That's true. And we actually celebrated one of your birthdays at Disney because we brought the um, gifts with us. I don't know if you guys remember that. You're pretty young, but you guys opened gifts up in the uh, hotel room. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Good for me. How about you, Beth? Um, I don't know. I <laughs> you had all the time. I know. I know. I <laughs> it's did. It's literally but your topic. I, <laughs> I had I had a lot of fun with a lot of our birthdays. We just really had we had a really good time. I I really liked when they were little making their birthday cakes. Um, Cole's was a bumblebee theme and Sydney's was a ladybug theme. And we had a party out in a pavilion that we had rented. And um, Cole ended up, because I had used black icing for some of the bumblebee cakes, he ended up with a little black all around his lips. It was really cute. <laughs> um, and uh, so I just, I had a lot of fun with, with, a lot of theirs, and you're right, Sydney. Every every birthday, you could either choose something for me to make, or choose a restaurant. Either way, choose a um, a dessert, and eventually, we I think we all landed on what we liked. As years went on, we could guess what we what we wanted. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just. We've had just a lot of fun with mm-hmm. birthdays. But you can't remember any. Um, I just said a bunch. <laughs> any specifics? I just said a bunch of specifics. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun. You know, we we have a million pictures. I think I have like 29,000 pictures now. But it's fun because you can go back. And like I could quickly look up um, Cole's... Um, what year was that the groundhog thing came up? Yeah, so, you yeah. mean the prairie just having dog? Access to the pictures. The prairie dog. So I do remember we went with the Andersons to New Hampshire and celebrated your birthday there, and they got you a special cake. And we had this whole like secretive thing where I got some stuff, and it was like all fall themed, and the um, Andersons made like this big like balloon canopy. Oh thing. my goodness. It was a huge um, balloon sculpture. Yeah, yeah. It and was. Cake for it this was. amazing cake. You're right. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. And that was in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. and I remember um, we rented this house, and um, it was really, really nice because they had their own set, this, like, separate room that we could, like, like put all this stuff together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They had a and side then room. And mom could walk in and be all surprised. Yep, with a fireplace. Yeah. That and, was a lot. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, like I said, we've had just so many that are that have great memories. Well, our birthdays aren't uh, the good thing is that they're not quite in summer. Now they're yeah, right on the true. cusp of it, to the point that I wouldn't want to go, like say to Disney World, right around my birthday, uh, because it's starting to get more crowded at that point. And hot. Right, and also it's starting to heat up a lot. Um, so that, you know, that made me think, what are some things that we do or can do to prepare for summer? And this was just kind of me sitting in bed brainstorming. And obviously, 
this is different for me where I live as opposed to uh, for you guys where you live. Um, but I just wrote down kind of what I thought of, so very open to, to input from you guys as to some other things that you think could be relevant for your summer preparation. So I thought of uh, stocking up your medicine cabinet, whether it's a calamine spray for bug bites, yep. uh, Benadryl, or allergy medication. I get bad allergies down here. Yep, good point. Uh, there's a lot of different new challenges to warmer weather um, that are worth preparing for ahead of time. The calamine lotion especially, I feel, because uh, it can be it can be killer. And down here, that can include sunblock and you know maybe aloe vera too. Yep. I I don't burn super easily. Kelia burns really really easily there are times and we're out on a walk and she's like we should go back and i'm like well okay we're having a nice time outside here and she's like well i think i'm gonna start burning soon oh yeah she should take one of those umbrellas one of those like paper umbrellas like a, that she a could parasol pull. umbrella mm -hmm. yeah yeah i just i was at costco yesterday and i bought a three pack or maybe a four pack of off for Brain yeah. to keep the bugs away yeah. for summertime. Oh, yeah. I've got that. i got to jump around my list here a little bit. I'm just going to put a smiley face to indicate that I've already talked about this item. Smiley face. <laughs> it's very specific. Thanks for, sh thanks for sharing there, Cole. Well, I thought that was relevant. <laughs> I felt that was important to mention. On my list here, I also have uh, prepare for the pests. Uh, it will soon be the time, the day, and age of the mosquito and the tick. Yeah. So make sure you stock up on bug spray, insect repellent, and uh, make sure you check yourself for uh, hitchhiking parasites when you come and go, particularly in woods and tall grass. Um, yep. Well, and that, not just for you, but... Even the other day, I took Noelle to the vet. I got her some chicken flea medication as well. So if you have any pets, too, absolutely, that's something to Absolutely. Uh, Onyx got fleas last summer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and she's old, so, you know, poor little old lady. She was scratching herself up. We blame yep. uh, the fleas arrived just after uh, we had new people move in next door with their chihuahua, so... Yeah. So you just have to be cautious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hitchhiking parasites not as fun as Disney's hitchhiking ghosts. Right. Yeah. Ticks were always a really big problem in Virginia. You always had to be, even if it wasn't super tall grass, it was always worth checking yourself. And they were always really annoying to get off because everybody's always got like remedies for getting rid of them, but some of the remedies yeah. actually make it worse. So if you've got a home remedy for getting, for tick removal, uh, you might want to double check that because some of them will make, uh, like make the tick regurgitate back into you, which can right. lead to diseases. Yeah. Uh, some yeah. of them will make it's like them, peppermint yeah, oil. Yeah, some of them will make them burrow in deeper. Um, all right, smiley face. <laughs> Thanks for adding that, Cindy. What are you eating? <laughs> 
We literally just talked about mo- how mom always needs to uh, <laughs> ask what people are yeah. eating. What are you eating? It's like this blueberry A thing. strawberry thing? Blueberry. Beth, blueberry. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And yes, Noelle also came and insisted on... <laughs> okay, um, I'm good. But speaking of pests, the next thing I have on my list is uh, that pests also affect something like gardening if you make it a habit of growing things. Uh, insects, wildlife, anything that wants to eat your plants will try to eat your plants. So true. Uh, best to to get ahead of the curve on um, either spraying your plants down with insect repellent or setting up uh, not little kind of like little cages. You do that on some of yours, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you call and those? And they 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 recommend doing it on tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Tomato ca- they're called tomato cages. Are you uh? Yep. Peonies. Do you have any mm-hmm. input on uh, keeping pests away from the uh, the plants? Well, right. You know, it's based on your region. So I know for us, the the most infect the most um, infectious. No, the most in- effective. No, no, no. When they um, when invasive. They invasive. The most invasive species we have here that harms the plants are Japanese beetles, as of right now. So. Yep. They're pretty easy to um, trap with the Japanese beetle trap. They they tend to not mind, um, uh, you know, just going into the bag and dying. So so that works, uh, you know, with the, the the lure that they give you. So but you have to buy them and you have yeah. to put them all throughout your yard. Yeah, but yeah, you know, we've in the past grown other things like tomatoes, and we've grown different things out in the yard. And our um, biggest problem with growing anything that's edible is and for many non-edible is deer because they will just come and graze and and destroy Mm -hmm. lots of different things so we tend to plant things that they're not that interested in because it's too hard to constantly try to have um, anti-deer spray which gets washed off every rainfall um, out there or whatever so we tend to say what what works from our locality that doesn't require a lot of attention that that's kind of how our approach has been and um, I will say it, it is also very nice living in an apartment complex because um, I can just ask them to get like a pest um, treatment, which I, you know, on the outside of the house, or the apartment, or like really like my patio area, and they'll kind of do that, and that will help um, reduce. Wow, that is yeah. nice. That is nice. So other things to do to prepare for the summer. Oh, well, hold on. First of all, um. I'm going to check off that I've talked about that subject with a smiley face. <laughs> um, next thing, preparation for summer, start drinking more. I realize how that's, that sounds, but I do <laughs> I do mean water. Uh, everyone is going to dehydrate faster in the heat, humid as it might be in some areas. Some areas, mm-hmm. such as uh, Florida. Florida. Yep. Um... So it's it's good to get in the habit of adding a couple glasses of water to your daily routine, especially if you're someone who doesn't drink water often, uh, because a lot of other beverages will, uh, you know, they're liquidy, but that doesn't mean that they won't dehydrate you. Yep, that's right. Yeah, 
like soda is it, i've always heard that's not going to be effective to help hydrate right you. like if you're going around and most of what you drink is like soda or liquor it probably isn't going to to help you out right. too much yep what were you saying did you have any input to that? i was just saying alcohol is the same way yeah, yeah. Particularly if you're going to take a hike or be outside for a while, it's it's easy to forget that you need to do that if you're used to being inside and not having that as an issue. Yeah, I know I don't love drinking water. I know I need to, but I don't love it. So I've started drinking a water brand called Hint, and it gives a little flavor, just a tiny little flavor of something in it. Like, watermelon is my favorite. Like, just a hint of a flavor. <laughs> just a hint. I'm pretty sure that's where they got that That. Uh, yeah, I used to drink name. a ton of um, the LaCroix, the sparkling waters, uh, which are good for hydrating you. But uh, I also enjoyed watermelon was one of my favorite flavors. Um, watermelon and pumplemousse, which is grapefruit. But... Um, they're carbonated, and I had like 11 in one night, and uh, couldn't stop burping for about two weeks. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it was a constant thing. So I have sworn off sparkling water, carbonated water, <laughs> for uh, indefinitely. We'll just say indefinitely. Good idea. Um, mm -hmm. Something else, how to prepare for summer. Being aware, places are going to get more crowded. True. Uh, because for, yep. for some reason, everybody starts coming out during the heat rather than, than staying in. I know for you guys, that yeah, would like that it. seems like it would be the opposite. I know, right? Well, people have their kids out of school. They yeah. have time for vacations and things, so that's where yeah. they go. Yeah, yeah so making a, uh, being aware that not everybody is as aware of hygiene as you might be. As well as COVID safety, um, not everybody is going to be as careful as as you are. So, taking taking measures to make sure that you can uh, stay as safe as you can if you're going to be in a crowded area. Absolutely, yep. Yeah, and like you said, kids are getting out of school, so there's there's going to be a lot of, you know young ones running around uh, children are on the loose so if you're a greedy old miser trying to protect your gold or a recently awakened vampire or witch dead set on devouring a small new england town be aware that the children will be there to foil your plans <laughs> they are out of school they are on their bikes and they are ready for shenanigans that's right and they are mischievous they are patrolling looking for Scooby-Doo shenanigans. Exactly. Exactly. Um, other things that are super all fun. Go to the beach. So there's something fun mm -hmm. about the summer. Uh, there are a lot of awesome things about summer. Uh, but find the right times for your outdoor activities. Find the right temperature for you so that you don't get, you know, heat stroke or anything like that. Just plan ahead a little bit and you will find an awesome opportunity to enjoy some beach time that's a lot easier for me than it is for you guys i live about 10 minutes from the yeah. beach yeah that's here, nice which is great um, although a lot of locals have told us to go to other beaches like everybody's got like beaches that they like to recommend to people 
Yeah. Yeah. The problem is a lot of their beaches are like an hour away. And yeah. I'm like, maybe it's more fun. Maybe it's better. But it's not 10 minutes away from my house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe go to the beach, but not necessarily go on that big vacation. Crowds tend to be pretty crazy in summer, especially at big tourist traps. So maybe plan some smaller weekend trips and save your vacation for the off-season. At least that's what we always do. But if it's your thing, go for it. But try not to let all the people around you ruin your time. We always tried to go in the off-season. Like Disney, I mean, Disney's the, the big destination that we usually go for vacation. We, never, we were never Disney summer people. The heat and the lines just get crazy, crazy. Something else that a lot of people do during the summertime is uh, they do some redecorating. You know, trying out maybe a more open plan or break out the grill out back and invite some friends over for a cookout. Um, I know that you guys have a, uh, a winter setup for your house and a non-winter setup for your house. True. And a lot of that, that revolves around the arrival of a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I still think that of it true. as, I still think it's funny. Uh, you guys always rotate the furniture with the changing of the seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Makes, you know, makes it a little bit different. You're fine. Yep, shake it up a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> Smiley face. And uh, last summer is hot, bright, and full of new life, so everyone, you should be too. Stay positive and keep living the happiest life that you can. Nice. Very nice. Yep, a lot of good ways to get ready for summer. Um, So hopefully everybody can enjoy their time. You said about uh, finding the temperature that works for you. I was thinking, how far north do we have to go, Beth, for you? Um, Maine. (laughs) Maybe... More north than that. We had some yeah. warm Canada. there. Yeah. Scoot on up to Canada. <laughs> Alaska's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, that's right, in the summer. Yeah, exactly. Yes, very fun. So we're hope, we hope you're enjoying your season as well. Our future festivities are for the week of April 25th uh, for a two-week period. April 25th is World Penguin Day. Fun. April 26th is National Pretzel Day. April 27th is Administrative Pro- Professionals Day. April 28th, National Superhero Day. April 29th. And my birthday. Oh, yeah, and Sydney's birthday. Yay! April 29th is our 33rd anniversary and Arbor Day. April 30th is, most importantly, Cole's birthday, but also National Bugs Bunny Day. May 1st is May Day. May 2nd, Brothers and Sisters Day. May 3rd. Garden Meditation Day. May 4th, Star Wars Day, and may the 4th be with you. May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. May 6th, Space Day. May 7th, Free Comic Book Day. And May 8th, Mother's Day. Uh, That's also the day that Cole will be back in Northern Virginia with his girlfriend. That is true. We are flying up for a fun little family visit. Yay! You can always follow us on social media. We are we are on Twitter at holiday underscore moons. On Instagram, we're at holiday moons, all one word. 
You can find us on Facebook by searching Holiday Moons in the search bar. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And you can email us at any time at holidaymoons at gmail.com. So for Randy, Sydney, Beth, and Cole, Happy Spring! spring.